Welcome to Distant Grey D&D. My name's Phil, and I'm the Games Master, and I'd like to introduce you to this podcast of ours. We call it The Copper Wars. It's an organic podcast, in the sense that we play the game, we video it, and this is the result. So expect some pops and crackles, and sometimes there may be some technical hitches, but in the end, we're all about the game. So The Copper Wars is set in 1898, and we play this weekly here in Western Australia, and we do it on the internet. It has a decidedly steampunk feel, although we do use 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons as our model. I'd like to introduce the cast. I've introduced myself as the Games Master, but I also play a bear called Gregor. He's a fighter. He means well, but he's a little bit slow. Next we have Stuart Muldoon, and he plays Ikbo von Kirby, the rogue, and he's a kobold. Then we have Elise Spencer as Song the Druid, and she's a tabaxi. Then we have Serena Bailey, and she plays Timber the Fighter, and she's a wolfkin. Carswell the Human Fighter is played by Jezza Swetman. Wookie the Dwarf Cleric is played by Sheena Melrose. And we have Kira Ten Hove-Smith playing Anais the Human Bard. And finally, we have Carmen Lucaras playing Rosa Voltaire, and she is a druid. We hope you enjoy what you listen to. Now, sit back, turn the volume up, and settle into The Copper Wars. Rose is not a part of this. And he draw, and he cocks the revolver, and he says, I'm not going to ask you a second time. Traitor. <laughs> chop, chop, put the manacles on her. I don't know whether I want to agree with being manacled. What? So <clears throat> I'll just, I'll lean over to Rosa and I'll whisper, you can become smaller and I'll put the manacles on her. Um, I'll try. Uh, oh I, yeah, that's right. I could change shape. That would be nice for a earlier. I'm going to roll because <laughs> you obviously whispered something and I'm literally in the doorway. So, you know. I did um, rush forwards though. <laughs> how, does a, how does a natural 20 sound song? No. <laughs> so he says, uh, well, if you do, if you make yourself smaller, that's going to make you easy, even easier to kill. So, um, what I want you to do, uh, Sister Tabaxi, is put the manacles on this dwarf, uh, sorry, this uh, weirdo. Human. Um, where are the, so in terms of the, the guards and everyone else in the carriage, can you just give me an idea of where everyone's standing and everything. Okay, so moving, so coming from the um, saloon car is you've got Egbert who is standing in the doorway. There is the unconscious guard in front of him on the floor. You've then got the semi-conscious, the one that you healed guard on the floor. And then it basically there's the three of you. There's Rosa, there's Song, and then there's guard. Okay, and is the guard who's still on the floor, either of them, I'm assuming they have their firearms on them? No, because the one who is now conscious, remember, as he fell, he dropped his gun and it went sliding across the floor. Okay, how far away is that gun from me? Um, let's say five foot. Okay. And I'm gonna, why are you, just out of interest, are you thinking of trying to grab it? Uh, yes, but I have more of a plan than just okay. grabbing it. But hands out then. Okay. Um, um, so, so yeah. Uh, so basically, um, I'm going to 
kind of pull my hands out towards um, River. Yep. And then as she reaches out to touch my wrists, which I assume you're going to do, I'm going to, um, as she touches me, I'm going to cast Invisibility on both of us. Oh, okay. Nice. So, so as soon as that happens, he's going to fire twice. <laughs> and I'm going um, to... So it's, it's all going to happen at the same time. Yeah. And so that's you, why I want to know about um, initiative, because that would be like my action, and then my movement would be to step away. So I don't know how you want to do so that. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to get you to all initiative. What I'm going to do is I'm going to fire, and you both get an opportunity to do a dex save. But I'm going, to, I'm going to fire first to see how that goes. Um, wow, that is a one and a two. So, um, and that one, is it? Yeah. So he, he fires and both bullets just go straight into the um, end of the carriage. Yes, Rosa, uh, yes. <laughs> And he's going to use his action to reload both guns. He's a gunslinger, so it's... Um, yes, Igbo. Um, do we want to put Jezza back in the room? Yeah, we can now, I suppose. Oh, I suppose. <laughs> he's stuck out there for ages. Poor Jezza. He deserved it. <gasps> so, Wookie and Jez just would have heard two gunshots then. Yeah, two revolver shots. Any gunshots, so you wouldn't be particularly. There he comes. Everybody's just heard gunshots, actually, because you oh guys. God, are we're just... all dying! Ah! <laughs> yeah, everyone's dead again. No, no. Um, Those so two clues are gunshots. So I'm going to leave you two guys, Rosa and Song, in that situation. So I'm going to go back again. Um, and uh, okay, yeah, that's just all I'm going to do. So um, you won't know this, but again, I'm moving the, the story on like a movie. Um, Gregor moves his way up to um, the front of the train and he climbs over the coal tender and he, um, he knocks the two drive the driver and the assistant driver. I'm sure there's a proper title for that. He basically knocks them unconscious and trucks them off the train. Once he's done that, he starts to clear the rocks that are in the, uh, the way of the train. Going back now, moving backwards, we go to, um, we're going to go to Anais and we're going to go to Timber. You're on top of a train. The train's not moving. Is anybody on top of the carriage or is it, are we the only ones on it? Bizarrely enough, you're the only two people on top of a train. I know, weird, right? Um, all right. I'm going to stealthily approach the edge and see if there's a way we can swing into one of the front carriages. Is, so is that the, are you approaching the side of the carriage or the rear of the front of the carriage? The rear of the front of the carriage. Um, there's, a, there's a ladder that goes down from the roof to the um, connecting bits between the carriages. Oh, okay. Uh, I would like to go down that without falling on my butt, please. Cool. Rear or, or front? Yeah, I was gonna say, are you heading towards the front of the train or the back of the train? Let's go. Rhea, so I'm going to make the assumption that I am then behind people and I can work. I'm pretty sure when I landed, I was on carriage three, so we'd be going towards the entrance of carriage four then. So, um, so I, probably, I probably didn't explain myself very well. You're on the last carriage of the third class, so if you leave the rear, you're between the third class carriage and saloon car. 
Oh, okay. There's a lot more characters than I realized. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't aware of how long the said train was, or like where along the train we were. And myself and Wookie are at the other end. You guys have gone the opposite end. Yeah, but they don't know that. So you've just heard gunshots come from the carriage back. Yeah, the carriage across from you. Just yeah. so you know, because this will depend on how long it takes them to, to start heading down. I'm on the other end of the carriage that it sounds like they're going to go down at. Now, I'm envisioning two giant eagles have landed on the top of the carriage because that's what Wookie <laughs> would have liked to have seen hitting the top of the carriage. Okay. So she intends to go up to hopefully spot eagles and we'll be surprised by Timber and Anise if they're not quick smart about it. So just to clarify, I thought you were going up the train to the second class. Yeah, you're going back to get uh, Carswell's guns, yes? Yeah, so he was going back to get Carswell's gun. I headed in the same direction with every intention of looking on top of the carriage because I know that from from you uh, climbing up the side of the carriage before that you could look on top so you're yeah so you're you're heading out the other direction and Timber and Anais are coming down the other at the other end so I my head would pop up on the opposite end of where they're headed down yeah yeah so you won't actually see them Um, you do see pugs in the Mine. <laughs> That's okay. If you just just pop yourself on mute until I come to you. Um. Yeah. Just. I'll actually just uh, shut the door. That'll okay. back them down. There's a couple of dogs on the train anyway, so that's probably what we can hear. Um, <laughs> First class ladies, they always have those little small barky things. Big. What exactly? In the bags. They're called rats. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that is um, a nice, so yeah, you've got down, you don't have to roll for anything, it's, you're just climbing down a small ladder, and you're now between the end of the third class carriage and the saloon car. Okay. Is, is there windows in these doors? Um, no, I don't think there are. Okay. I think, no, they're, they're yeah, made so. of wood. So. And has Timber come down at this? Am I... Um, yeah, Timber's, Timber's following you. Yep. All right, cool. Right, I'm going to... Put my ear against the saloon door and hear, see if I can hear anything. Uh, How heavy is the door? You can't hear anything. Excellent. I'm going to point at the door and point at Timber and be like, after you, sir. Oh. So am I bashing the door in? No, you can open it. I mean, you presume it's just a normal door. Okay, I'll bash I'll it in anyway. Trust me, when players Which, bash the door, things go badly. Yeah. Um, I'll open the door with one hand, and my other hand, I'll have my axe ready. Perfect. Um, so you open it, and you can see it's the saloon car. There's a bar on your left-hand side. There's small tables and seats on the right-hand side. Um, it appears to be now vacant. Um, you can roll me perception if you want, though. We probably would have yes. left the doors open behind us. <laughs> Five. <laughs> okay, so you, you don't notice anything. Twenty-five. Um, you hear um, the slight movement um, of something or someone behind the bar on your left-hand side. 
since I was heading there to see if there was any brandy that actually works quite well. Um, <laughs> or sherry, maybe. What do ladies drink? Sherry. Let's go sherry. You can have sherry. Um, as you look at the bar, you see that the barman is cowering um, behind the bar. I'm going to look down at him and with a charming smile, be like, so I'll have a sherry. Thank you much, Lee. Help yourself. <laughs> That's fine. I'm going to look at Timo. Anything for you? Oh, no, it'd be even more comic if, as you're standing at the bar, you just see a hand just appear on top of the bar, which is kind of shaking. One's got a small sherry glass in, and one's got a bottle in, these just slowly shaking your face. It's on the house, ma'am. And then his hand appear again. Good show. Right, I'm going to pick up my sherry glass and sort of... Uh, I've got my, my rapiers on my hip, so my hands, one hand's on my, my rapier and my other hand's in my sherry, and I'm going to proceed down the car. But I'm okay. going to keep an eye on things to make sure I don't see anybody else casually uh, cowering. Okay, right. So I'm going to come back to you two guys then, because you're about to go to the mail car. Um, now, Ikbo, let's come to you, I think. So uh, I was going to keep walking until, um, well, since the bandits on the horses rode past me, I would assume that it would be safe to come up. Um, but wait, I just wait. wanted to know if I could hear um, Egbert from my, where I was standing, know what he was saying. Sorry, who? Um, the Sorry, oh, Egbert. Yeah, if I could hear him from where I was. Um, you can roll perception with disadvantage because it's not a great place for you to be listening to a, a relatively normal level conversation. Uh, 11. Um, you think you hear something. You know he's talking about Carswell. Let's put it that way. You, uh, you, you pick up that name. And then you hear gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you, you, um, you see. So what you see, um, because I'm presuming that as you're walking under the carriage, you are still kind of looking from side to side. Yeah, is that you'll see that the bandits who have now um, slain the soldiers um, completely are now starting to fill saddlebags with ingots of gold. Okay. And that's from the uh, storage wagon? The it's, strong from wagon? The, it's from the vault wagon, which is the second last carriage. So it's between the mail and the guard carriage. Yeah, the strong wagon, I think it was. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was imagining myself being underneath the mail wagon. Would that yep. be about right? Yep. Um, so between there and the guard wagon, I'd like to climb back up onto the carriage. Okay, so you're going to climb up between the mail and the, and the strong wagon? Uh, I thought the guard was, or is the guard the second last? The guard is the very end carriage. Uh, that was yeah. the one that got blown up, didn't it? No, it was the strong carriage that got blown up. Ah. Yeah, so between the, um, yeah, male and strong. Yep, okay. Um, you also do hear a couple of revolver shots right above you as you're moving up the train. Uh, yeah, I was, I'm trying to get back into the male carriage as quick as possible. Okay, so yeah, you get back up on, on there. Um, and I will allow, what do you want to do? Do you want to open the door? Yes. Okay, and just so get back inside as fast as possible. Yep. So you open the door and you see um, one guard unconscious, another one looking slightly confused but conscious on his hands and knees, and you see Eckbert um, towards the rear of your carriage from your point of view, 
um, and you see um, smoke. Actually, no, you're seeing him reload now. Yeah. But it, it is clear um, as you open the door, there's two large bullet holes um, in the door. So. Uh, hello, friend. And I'm going to leave it there. Um, Carswell, you're making your way up. Um, you make it, it's a fairly um, easy journey to your carriage. Um, so you enter the carriage where you were seated, pre seated previously. Your bags are there and presumably your weapons are as well. Yep. All right. I'm going to um, open up the case that holds my gun, pull it out, um, throw it over my back, and I'm going to grab my what did I actually my cutlass. That's what I had. Cutlass, and I'm going to strap it to my waist, um, and I am going to lean out the carriage, yep. hoping that I can see anyone towards the back, the 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 bad guys basically. Uh, yes, you can see bad guys. They're on your side of the carriage. Um, you would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven carriages behind you. So I'm going to say that's out of range of any of your ranged weapons. Yep. Yep. Uh, but you do see people, they appear to be clustered around the, uh, slightly smoking hole within the strong carriage. All right, well, I'm going to, um, now I've got my weapons, I'm going to head back to the courage that Wookiee. Are you? Yes. Is that what, is that what you're going to do? Hmm. Okay, so as you um, you stow your cutlass, and presumably you've, lady. Got, you've got your gun <laughs> in your hand. Yes? Uh, well, I, I carry a rifle, but yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm using the word gun to mean rifle. Yes, yes, yes yeah. sorry. No, that's fine. Um, uh, a, a tall, um, elegant-looking woman um, with slightly shortish hair but pointy ears and elven. Uh, she stands up and say, "Are, are you to, are you here to help us?" Um, and you would be. I'm a fair maiden asking you if you are here to help us from the bandits, good sir. Um, I don't know about helping you, but uh, I intend to help my friends, um, which I have yet to find. So I'm heading back towards the back of the carriage. Is that, isn't that where the danger is though, sir? Danger is where the fun is. My, and you, you have an awfully large weapon, sir. Jake? And you think to ask an awful lot of questions. Jake? Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very keen on, on knowing. Who wants grape juice? Who wants grape juice? Who wants grape juice? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's grape juice. Come on, I somebody eat it. I'd like some juice. Anyone else want some juice? Juice for everyone. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn to the lady and just say, look, best thing you can do is to sit back down and keep out of the way. Well, I, I, I certainly don't intend to put myself in harm's way. I'm just a, I'm just a simple country woman, good sir. Um, however. So you're holding you. So you're holding your rifle, aren't you? Yes. Mm, okay. Just suspiciously. <laughs> okay. No reason. Not like it's DM or anything. <laughs> okay. So you take nine fire damage, and I want you to do a Constitution saving throw, please. What am I getting fire from? You are tell you when you do your Constitution saving throw. I'm sure there's at least one person. <laughs> um, 
18. Okay. So um, you don't drop your rifle as it starts to glow red hot in your hands. Oh, it was loaded as well, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, wait, no. Was it loaded? He picked it up. Did he load it? <laughs> he would have loaded it. <laughs> he would have loaded it. You take a further eight damage as the shells inside the rifle um, explode, damaging your gun. You're welcome. <laughs> did you okay. take Okay. So I feel like take... I've been I feel like I've been set up here. Um All right, well uh, so am I to assume that this damage has come from this lady? You can assume the damage has come from your red hot gun. Yeah, true. Hmm. Okay. Um. And and so as this happens, um, the the elven woman in front of you shrieks um, at the sight of what's happened, and she cowers as your gun explodes. Um, and she says, "Oh no, you've been attacked, sir! Oh no!" And she's going to roll persuasion. <laughs> and I rolled a natural twenty, so it seems very convincing that she did not cast that spell. You can insight check. Yeah, you can. You can see if you can beat twenty. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm gonna try. What's what's your in? What so you get plus what for insight? Um, five. You get plus five or the... yeah, plus five plus I've, plus my um yeah plus they're yeah, five. So I'm gonna roll. Come on, come on. Not yeah. the natural 20. <laughs> no. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you have luck? Oh. We haven't rolled luck today. Six. Um, well, no, I haven't used any of my luck, actually, because no one's actually mentioned. I've completely forgotten. So um, give me a second to think about this. 11. Of course, this is, this is um, assuming you didn't know what I rolled. This is true. Yeah. All right. On on that. Okay. On that theme, um, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna use luck. I'm just gonna take what I've got, which is. Um, hold on. Even twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. Um. You you have a slight suspicion it was all rather coincidental, but at the same time that the you know the elven lady genuinely looks distressed about what she's just witnessed. Uh, I'm going to sling the rifle across my back um, and I'm just going to leave the carriage heading back towards Wookie. I'll, I'll be easy on you and assume it's not still glowing red hot as you sling it across your back, but uh, that's fine. It's okay. also it's also, um, it's also unloaded and damaged as well. Just remember that. You yeah. smack somebody with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can still use them as clubs. Absolutely. So that was yep. Boswell. Um, who's next? Who haven't I come to for a while? So Wookie's looking and she's reunited with Pig Pugsley, by the way. He's out there. Um, this, uh, That's with Rosa, not with Wookie. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, you do see a pigeon. I've just tried to have a look um, for, for the big eagles that I was expecting to be on top of the carriage. And then I would have walked down, depending on how long 
he was taking, I may have started heading towards Cardswell if if it was taking a while because I'm waiting on him. So you didn't see any eagles, but you did see a pigeon. I did see a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, but but I can I can you one can, heavy you can, pigeon. You can walk <clears throat> up towards Cardswell. No, that's fine. Uh -huh. Um. Okay, I'm going to go now to Rosa and Song. Manacles, I'm holding invisible as well. Um, yeah, everything that you're holding is invisible and you're both. And I guess Ikbo would be included with us now because he's in the carriage. He's not invisible. Oh, yeah, Ikbo's, yeah, he's But there. like in this bit yeah. of action and um, whatnot. So just to, just to clarify, Rosa, you can't see Song and Song, you can't see Rosa. <laughs> and Ikbo. I can't, can't see either of them. No, that's <laughs> right. You've just said hi to the, the guy. I am going to try and walk up to Egbert and I will whisper in his ear and cast charm person. <laughs> okay, so how are we gonna do this? You can, so to walk up to, so how close do you have to be to do charm person? Well, I, if I wanna whisper in his ear, I've gotta be right next to him, but it's within 30 feet. It's it's your call. If you wanna if you wanna walk up to him, you'll get. I'll let you to do stealth with with advantage. Uh, when you person, it's gonna break your invisibility. So you'll be whispering, but you'll also appear next to him. Oh, okay. Um, Ikbo, yes, you've got your hand raised. Um, I'm also holding my action to jump to the side if he starts shooting. Fine, that's cool. Yep. And I'm gonna be going to pick up the gun that's five feet from me. Yep. Okay. Okay, I'll see if I can make it up to him. Uh, what am I doing? Stealth with advantage. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll roll perception. 16. Sorry? 16. Okay, I rolled 17. Oh. Um, it, it just means, I mean, it's not a huge difference in numbers. Yes, it's a win for him, but it just means he, he looks up because um, he's loading his gun, so he looks up and he still can't see you. Um, okay, I'll lean over next to him and whisper in his ear, put the guns down, brother. <laughs> and so is that a wisdom save, isn't it? Yes. I don't know what it is. And she would appear then, because if you're casting a spell, it breaks invisibility. Yeah. Yep. So to Igbo, she would say that. I know that now. <laughs> so he fails his wisdom saving throw. So, yeah, I said, put the, gun, the guns down, brother, to Baxi and appear next to him. Okay, he he looks somewhat confused, but he does put his guns down on the floor gently. And he just stands there. We would have heard the gunshots coming from the cabin behind us while all this has been happening, yeah? Yeah, the, 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 it, kind of, um, it kind of stopped uh, about a minute ago. But now that Igbo has opened the door, what can we hear? Can we hear anything? From the cabin um, behind us. You can hear some hooping and hollering of uh, those ye olde cowboys as they're starting to stack up their saddles with loot. All right. Well, I'm going to um, go. I, it looks like these guys have this covered, so I'm going to pick up the gun, keep my invisibility, and go try and, like, uh, move past Igbo. Um, Does that mean it's a floating gun? <laughs> I uh, think gun it when you pick it up, it becomes invisible. Yeah. Okay, so you've got, um, the, I mean, you've got the rifle. It's a rifle, don't forget. So it's a rifle in your hands, and you're trying to, cool. trying to squeeze past Igbo? 
Uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just, I mean, it looks like River's got this guy covered. He knows I'm invisible. Igbo doesn't. He probably can gather I'm also there because River's just appeared. So I'm just going to be like, Igbo, it's me. Can you let me through as I try and move past you so you don't like. I'm going to do that awkward thing where I keep blocking you off and you try and walk past because I don't know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> go to your left, no, to the other left. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point, Literally it's going to be just. Let, oh, Feel hands on your shoulders and move him. Just step over me. <laughs> or step on him. <laughs> okay, so then I will get out, climb out that door. Okay. Um, what do I see if, as I come out? Um, so as you come out, you can see um, on the on your right-hand side, um, there's one, two, three, four, there's five, there's six um, horsemen, um, and they're all... Um, there's a couple of empty horses, but the other ones are there, and they're basically filling up saddlebags with uh, what looks like gold bars. Okay. Um, you also see dead soldiers on the floor as well. So there's six, um, six people, and they're all on their horses. No, so there's four people on their horses, but two are presumably in the carriage passing out the gold. Okay. Cool. Um, why have I used up almost, almost, <laughs> if I had enough spell slots, I could do something really cool here. Oh, you're too busy healing a guard. <laughs> no, I wanted to heat metal on all the horses, horseshoes, and make them bolt. It's horrible! <laughs> I think you need to get rid of them. Wow, you are a great druid. Yeah, she hates Look, animals. Uh, Evil animal druid. <laughs> Become um, a horse, try and disguise yourself as one of their horses. <laughs> I am... Going to call on a pity call from the GM to go to somebody else while I think because my brain is mush at the moment. Yes, I will allow that. Um, who haven't we come to for a while? Should we go back to Timber and an ace? Let's do that. Okay, um, so, so you're about to go into the okay, so yeah, um, you can see now, uh, in the mail carriage, um, that you suddenly song just appeared. Um, Ikbo, you can see at the other end of the carriage. And you can see the back of what you, who you presume to be a tabaxi that you saw earlier. Right. It's, it's just um, guns on the floor. Timur and I are going to waltz in with impeccable style because we have just come from the uh, the saloon car. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and I'm going to be like, Song, what's going on? Lovely timing, Aeneas. Uh, isn't it, Eckbert? This is my friend, my brother tabaxi, Eckbert. I believe he's with the bandits. It's all right. He's my friend for now. <laughs> Hello. It ends in about a minute. Yeah. And I'll brandish the manacles. These are for him. Oh, <laughs> yeah, to be like, sweetness, we have literally just dropped it. I'm going to need a slightly more detailed explanation than that. But by all means, put your new piece of jewellery on our friend. And I will proceed to do so. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Stuart, because I'm, I'm, I'm um, what I'm questioning is, obviously, um, Ekpa is is charmed, and he was charmed where he was told to put down his weapons. He'd so still, still be hostile. It regards you as a friendly acquaintance. For one yeah, minute. But, but friends don't manacle other friends, is what I'm saying. Hmm. He's, okay, so my, my decision, I'm going to resist that. It says, well, hold on, sister. I'm, I'm not going to let you put manacles on me. I'm not a criminal. Then what are you doing here? I'm enjoying the scenery. How about you? You were holding up my friends by gunpoint. Oh, I didn't kill anyone. Mm, you also tried to convince me that my friend was a bandit. 
Uh, well, am I trying to convince you because he actually is part of the bandits? So he's working with you? Well, I'm not exactly a tittle-tattle, but maybe. I'm going to look to Aeneas. Sorry, I'm going to go to Igbo quickly, sorry. Uh, can I insight check what he's saying? Uh, sure. My lighting just died. Well. <laughs> uh, twenty-five. Oh, okay. Um, do I, I do I get a roll against that? Uh, I was just saying if what his his question was if he was lying. Um, I guess you could roll deception. Not being the most honest of Tabaxi. Definitely. I wouldn't tell anyone. I just okay. I just wanted to know for myself. And Timber and Anais, you're you're there as well. Um, Timber, do you want to do anything? Um, yeah, Timber, I was gonna uh, as Timber, I was gonna offer to song. You want I should hold him, and points to the other Tabaxi. Uh, he he regards you, and it's like uh, no disrespect, dog, but you can back off. And he's just like, oh, <laughs> excuse me. Well, I, I suggest someone picks up his weapons. Can I kick the guns away? Okay, do me, um, do me, um... Mm, mm, Which direction are you going to kick the guns? Like, are you going to kick from him, like me? Uh, grab so it under my foot and kick it backwards away from him. Okay. Oh, okay, so away from all of us, okay. Yes, towards Ikbo, I guess. Yes. Don, I want you to do a dexterity roll for me, please. Don't trip on the guns. 16. I will allow it. Okay. Um, okay, so if... If you want to, if Timber wants to try and restrain me while you malachy me, I will um, do an, an opposing strength check on that. Okay, um, I will put my hand axes away, approach slowly with my hands out, as would be um, one of Vinland's uh, kind of wrestling style starting poses. Like you kind of have your hands at your side, you're approaching them like calmly, like nothing's happening. Yep, he will. He will ball up his fists, which is his way of saying, "I'm going to punch you." <laughs> Whereas I'm just like my hands at my side, slowly approaching. It's like okay. I'm not doing anything. I'm just walking closer. Let's get it on. Okay, so please put him up. Yeah, put him up. Put him up. Uh, all up, I got twenty-one. All right, that's disappointing. <laughs> seventeen. I rolled a seventeen, but I don't think I've got a plus four in strength, so. <laughs> I will allow you to grapple him then. Okay, cool. Um, he'd most likely probably be agitated trying to swing at me. I'm going to grab him, yep. pin his arm behind him as he's flailing, grab his other arm behind him, and just, I've got his arms behind him. Okay, so if Song wants to manacle, she can do that. I'll have to get between. Yeah, just. Yep. <laughs> well, just, I'll have his like hands, like probably By like at his forearm or wrist, just like grab. So I'll be able to. Um, distance myself just enough for you to um, get him. Yeah, and because song, song so eloquent like the struggles of putting manacles on in a, in a struggle like that, I want you to roll sleight of hand for me. Eight. Okay. So that's you. Uh, Igbo, do you want to do anything? Can I say if she's manacled timber? <laughs> you can roll <laughs> over. Uh, so I'm going to pick up the guns that Song uh, flicked back towards me. Yep, okay. They're quite big for you. Because um, you're only tiny. So. 
Yeah. Um, but you can pick, yeah, you can certainly pick them up. That's that's not a problem. So, um, okay, I'm going to go now to Carswell. All right. Um, so I was heading back towards Wookiee. Have I made it that far? Yeah. All right. Um, is Wookiee, Wookiee is still... Is Wookiee still in the area, or is she not? She's further... Uh, I've been waiting for you, like, between the carriages. Yeah, you would have uh, met... Somewhat her. impatiently. As, as oh, yeah, busy. you were heading back up, weren't you, Wookiee? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, I would have been... I would have come down from trying to, to view on top of the carriage, yeah. and then he started heading towards you. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to meet up with you, Wookiee. Um, Wookiee... Where is everyone else? Because no one's back behind me. Have you seen anyone else? Do I see that you've, like, I could, I could probably smell the gunpowder and see that you're hurt? You, you can smell roast pork, basically, yeah. <laughs> hey? You smell roast pork. Roast pork. Oh, roast pork. Roast pork. Oh, uh, okay. I'm like, what happened here? I have no idea my gun blew up. By any chance, can you fix... you have some spell where you can fix this? How bad is he looking? No, um, I'm talking about my gun. Forget about me. Oh, fix your gun? Yeah, um, like, a, uh, like a spell fixing objects. Some way to mend something. <laughs> no, I do think I have mend. I'm just double-checking that I've got it in my spell list at the moment. Yes, I do. Um, but it depends on how much mending is required. Um, a mending spell should be okay to mend it. Okay, cool. Well, I, uh, I cast mending. <clears throat> yep, cool. And, uh, and I basically, like, you know, encourage him to hurry, hurry up because I'm impatient and want to go down to where the action is. All right, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re reload my rifle and let's go. We're going to head towards so where... We're, we're in between third and second last third class. We're going to head towards um, the bar, the bar carriage. That's it. Saloon we're going to head towards yeah, the bar saloon carriage. carriage. Okay. Yeah, saloon. That's it. So you can do that um, without any sort of impediment. You can get to the saloon carriage. Uh, there's nobody in there apart from a rather dodgy um, and scared looking bartender. There is a bottle of sherry on the bar if you want to help yourself. Um, I take you some. And you can see, and you can see, um, and you can see that there's, there's basically, there's almost like a party now in the male carriage. So, uh, so we can see people and we can hear people. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to very slowly walk into Merrick male carriage. Who do I see? Um, well, you will see Song and Timber and Ikbo and Anais and the Tabaxi that held you at gunpoint and two guards, one unconscious and one seemingly not taking any part in this scene because he's not scripted. So. I'm excited uh, and surprised to see Timber. Yeah, I probably would be too. Yeah. <laughs> um, not in the East, but I know Timber well. I'm going to raise my rifle and I'm going to point it at Igbert. Okay, you can. I'm going to come back to you, uh, Rosa. Yes. I'm just going to say, once I've seen what's outside, I'm going to take, like, while they're huffing Igbert, um, I'm just going to, like, uh, have a look at what's going on, and then I'm going to go back in to tell everybody what's happening. Yep, okay. Um, so I'm, 
that's fine. I'm gonna I'll still back. have my invisibility on, but I'll come in to relay the information. About Buddies it. together again, everyone. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go over to Carswell. Um, so you, um, you raise your rifle at Egbert. All right. And I'm going to look around the room at everyone. So we all know that this one here was part of what's going on. But we assume. <clears throat> we assume he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so apart from him, what the hell is going on? And uh, then you're just going to hear a disembodied voice yes. saying, <laughs> there's, I don't know, but there's six cowboy-looking people out there robbing the cart behind us if we want to do anything about that. What, what the druid said, people are robbing the train. Well, let's secure okay. Ickbert and then yes, get out please. there. Shall we move up to the back of the carriage and deal with said people? Yes. How far yeah. away are the bandits now, Rosa? Um, they were just outside. They're currently unloading all the gold from the carriage behind us onto their horses. So we should probably hurry up if we don't want them to leave. Okay, I'll um, head towards the voice. <laughs> Of Rosa, <laughs> Jimba, are those manacles secure? Of course they are. Um, I hope so. I can choke them if you like. Just, 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 up. just, just, just hit him. Okay. Just uh, DM, DM, or we're gonna have me just comically bonk him on the head. See what happens. And I like stretch out and go one second, Timber, and then I walk over yeah. to him and like you know give him a caress on the face. A little bit creepy. Um, and I cast fast friends. 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 Okay. Fast friends. And there's a wisdom save. That will be a wisdom save. Everyone just wants to befriend this guy. Yeah, he. Timber's just hold, still holding this dude from behind, just make sure he doesn't wiggle too far. Just going. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You southerners are weird. <laughs> okay, so you cast successfully cast friends on him. Uh, it's fast friends. Fast friends. So that's it's a higher level. Yep. Um, so for an hour, um, or till I, I drop concentration on it, um, we are pals. And uh, and I say I turn to him and I say, "Hi, Mister. Now we want to make sure that you survive this. That's mm. very important, isn't it? It's very important. Absolutely. Yes. And so could you tell us?" all you know about this situation so we can help keep you alive? Um, sure. Um, if you want to stay alive, just sit down, close your eyes and pretend nothing's happening. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're not talking about keeping us alive. We're no. talking about what we need to know to help keep you alive because obviously there's a thing going on out there and we're going to be part of it. Okay. So we so need to know what you know. In that case, I will sit down, close my eyes, and pretend that everything, nothing's happening. That'll keep me alive if you're going out there. No, but for you to survive this... Yeah, I'm very um, healthy. You've got, to, you've got to tell us all you know, because otherwise, unfortunately, one of my friends here will kill you. Well, see, but you're my friend. You won't let that happen. Well, there's only one of me and a lot of them. Yeah. And I've got to convince them that you're helpful. And, and I think, therefore, you need to roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this game works. Let's use some dice. 
see how persuasive you are. Since, since they are regarded as friends, would she have advantage on the role? Sure, why not? While she's talking, I'm going to jump back off and just keep an eye on things so that I can take an action if the, it looks like they're about to leave with the gold. Yep, okay. Are we passing the guns taken from Eckbert and giving them to Carswell cautiously, saying these are back up if you need them? Thank you. Um, I am going to... I'm going to suggest to the group that I, I'm not going to join you. I am instead going to head to one of the windows and lean out with my rifle. I'm assuming I'm close enough now to pick them off. Um, you, yeah, probably. All right. I'll, pref I'll provide cover from the window here. However, there, there is a, a practical issue. Um, as I yep. mentioned earlier, there's no windows in the mail carriage. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. In said case, I will continue on with the party. Okay. Punch a hole through the window through the door. <laughs> Okay, so this this is fast friends, not charmed, not friends. Yep. So I don't know if I would actually have to roll to get you to tell me these things. Okay, I can tell this you. Is I, a, this is as high a level spell as I can ca I'm capable of at the moment. I, I can tell you how you would know if you have to roll. It's when the DM says, can you roll for this, please? Okay, well, I would say that I wouldn't have passed because I got an 11. Is that with advantage? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, Egbert seems says, "Look, I'm 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 not sure that anyone's going to kill me. I, I'm already manacled. I mean, I'm no threat to anyone. So I will be a threat but, um, to you sorry, very shortly." So, GM. Yes. Um, it does say that while the creature is charmed in this way, it undertakes to perform any services or activities you ask of it in a friendly manner, to the best of its ability. Sure. Yep. So is it, does it not know what's going on? Is it doing its own thing? What, what Wookiee knows is, that, is what Eckbert has told her. Oh. Okay, here's yours, guys, if you want to do anything to him now. My turn. We're out the front of the cage. <laughs> yeah, go Anais. I'm going to walk up to Eckbert. Put my chin, a finger under his chin and go, Cupcake, we have a situation. You know, okay. and I know that something is going on outside. I also know that you're very much involved and I'm going to persuade you with as much love and affection as I can to mm. tell me exactly what is going on in that other cart. Okay, roll persuasion then. Right. So, where's my thing? Carswell, you go first. I'll follow you. Open the door. This is taking too long. <clears throat> oh, me and Rose are already there. Phil, <laughs> 29. Okay, um, so you ask him um, very nicely and persuade him to, to um, tell you, for him to tell you what's going on. Um, he says, um, okay, all right, you, you, you are very persuasive and we are being friendly, so uh, we're robbing the train. And how many uh, friends are <laughs> I don't know, I can't see out the end, but there's a few. How many have bought this train? Are you there? I don't think you're there. You're meant to be with Igbo, aren't you? Okay. Yeah. How many did you start out with? Uh, including me or, or not? Why not? That's, I like round numbers. There's, there's eight of us. Intriguing. And is it just the gold you're here for? Unless you know of anything else we can steal. If you do, I'd be awfully obliged if you'd tell us. Not feeling that obliged, but thank you anyway. Yeah. Just 
stay, stay, stay put for one moment. And then I'm going to lean over to the others and be like, do, do we, do, what do we want to know? I think it's just Timber and Wookie down with you at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to Ikbo and Carswell um, and presumably Rosa as well. Who are, yeah, and me, yeah. And you. Okay, so um, you're at the back of the mail carriage. You can see that the next carriage, there's a lot, there's a strong door to get into the carriage, um, like with one of the big bank vault kind of turny weedy things. And, um, but more importantly, you can see that there's people clustered by the, um, the big gaping hole in the right hand side of that carriage um uh, how many horses are they loading this gold onto you can see six horses you can see four people on top of horses and presumably the other two are still inside the carriage i would like to cast entangle on that group of horses oh. so i don't know how many i would catch within a 20 foot radius um, i'll let you do half half yep uh so that is just a strength saving throw Sure. Oh, you probably specify which half you're casting that at. Well, he said I could get half of them. Like, it's a 20-foot. Sorry, Ikbo? So I'm going for the most of the horses. Going for the horses. And to Ikbo. I target the horses with the people on them. Yeah. It's going to be the first three out of the six. So right. yeah. So I'll roll individually. Um, oh, I've actually got... 12 oh. is what you got to be. <laughs> All right, let me just find out my uh, stats for horses. <laughs> they get plus three strength. So the first one uh, rolls for 15, so it doesn't get entangled. Uh, the second one uh, rolls an 18, so it's 21. And the third one rolls a natural 20, so... Uh, Are you freaking serious? <laughs> they're horses. They are awesome. <laughs> So, but what does happen now is obviously that the people loading up gold and presumably the horses as well now notice that you've tried to entangle them. Ooh. Oh, it's difficult terrain there as well, isn't it? No, no, just well, it no, their money just fails. Oh, yeah, it's difficult terrain now. All right, all right. Um, but luckily, um, the bullets and arrows that they're going to use don't need to cross that terrain. Um, so you've just cast. I will, before I get to shooting you, um, I will give the others an opportunity for one action only. Whoever else is there. So that's Igbo, yeah. Rosa, and Carswell. Okay, so <laughs> what was Song What was Song looking out to do the entrapment? Uh, well, what you saw was um, Song would mumble a few words and roots and vines would spring from the ground, uh, but none of them yeah. actually kind of captured anything, so... Okay, but she was looking at a, a, a window or... No, like she's the, at the end, no, she's at the end of the mail carriage. End of the carriage, popped out from the side of the carriage and gone. Okay, cool. All right, well, um, I'm going to lean out as well after song and I'm going to pick one of the... pick one of the guys on the horses and I'm going to fire. Okay, so you have a human on a horse, a tabaxi on a horse and an elf on a horse. And, I'm and, for the and, and actually, sorry, because there's four out there and there's a tabaxi on the horse as well. There's two tabaxi, one human and one elf. I'll, I'll aim for the elf. Uh, yep, that's fine. Six. <laughs> oh, hold, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Oh, he's holding on. Seven. Hold on, hold on, maybe should we count. No. Then. <laughs> 14? 14. So that's the rifle, is it? Yeah. Okay, so you aim at the horse, um, sorry, you aim at the elf, and yep. um, his AC is only 12, and you fire, and it goes click. He did specify that he reloaded. No, he had it repaired. He didn't reload. He can't. Uh, he reloaded. He, yeah, he reloaded. He said he reloaded after it was repaired. He did okay. say he reloaded. Okay, I will allow that then. Because um... <laughs> I was going to point that out. <laughs> I was like, right. oh, yeah. no. Yeah, so I rifle. bet your ammo isn't fixed, but... Um... So rifle is 2d4. It's 2d4, is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh. One, three, so four, five, seven. No, you don't get plus anything. What, yeah, why would you? True. Why would you add plus to it? Yeah. I'm. am just going by what I've got to hear, which obviously is wrong. Yeah, because you do, you with a with a projectile weapon like that, you don't it, because it's a bullet. You don't get to add your strength or your dexterity to it. It's, yeah. Okay. It's done. So, is that four? Yep, it's four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's fine. And um, is Timber at the back as well? Sorry, um, Timber is still with Wookie and Anais. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, Iqbal. Uh, because I'm a rogue, I get a bonus action to hide. Is that still allowed as well as a normal action? Um, yeah. Um, in that case, I'll take a shot at the elf as well uh, with my pistol and then hide in back inside the carriage. Okay. Is, it, is that the pistol you picked up? No. I have my own, like, little, you know, the little girly ones that I have like that? The little Derringers. Yeah, they're 1d4 for Derringer. Uh, so that's 15 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, three. Okay. And then I duck back inside the mail carriage to cover. Yep, yep, you can do that. And that leaves Rosa at the back. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> I would have, when I stepped out, um, is it like the corner of the carriage that they're robbing, does that block any line of sight from the horses? Um, you can, once you step out at the back of the carriage, you can see all four um, cowboys, let's call them. Okay. Um, I will um, I'm just going to cast use up my last third level third level spell slot and cast haste on myself. Yep. Um, and then I mean if I can I would take a step to try and move out a direct line of sight, but if I can't that's fine. No, I'll allow you to take a, a five foot step. That's yeah. Um okay, so it's gonna be their turn and the Can I step back behind you? <laughs> human, tabaxi, tabaxi, and elf are going to. I'm not fire. invisible anymore. And we're going to do this one at a time because they're going to be firing at Jezza because he's obviously got a gun and he's standing there, and he's the pres he presents the most danger to them at the moment. So, 
Um, so uh, the human will use a revolver, the tabaxi will use a rifle, the elf will use a revolver, and the tabaxi will use a rifle. Let's make it simple like that. So I'm going to roll for the human and the elf first. They're the revolvers. Question. Yes. So we are standing on that little bit in the middle between the two carriages. Or uh, did we no, stand down? They're on the ground next to yeah, okay. the sea over. Yeah. Um, so the second one will hit because you rolled a 17. And I'll roll the two rifles as well. Uh, that's a miss. And a 13. Does 15 hit you? Yes. Okay. So we got a rifle and uh, a revolver. So I'll do the revolver first. Uh, that's seven hit points. And the rifle will be another two hit points. Um, and so what happens, so they, after they fire, uh, the other two um, leave the carriage. Uh, they've still got gold and they shove it in their saddles and they mount their horses as well. And you hear from the other end of the train, you won't be able to see it, but you can certainly hear, you hear the engine whistle. Like that. And you hear a, a heavy chuff, chuff, chuff. Um, and it seems awfully like you that the engine is starting to move. And with that, we shall leave it for tonight. <laughs> and we shall rejoin next week. So just a couple of things from me before we finish this uh, episode. Um, thank you to everyone that continues to watch on Facebook and to the um, over 400 people who have now viewed the YouTube videos and the 34 subscribers, I think, um, on Distant Grey D&D. Um, this episode will hopefully be appearing in the next couple of days over the weekend. Um, we're now on... We're now podcasting as well. So the way that this works is that each episode normally creates two podcasts. And so you'll find us on Spotify, on Breaker, on Radio Public, on Pocket Cast, and now on Google Podcasts as well. So there's plenty of options for listening to each of these episodes. Um, I've now got a weekly episode coming out every Monday at 5 o'clock Western Australian time. Um, they're all scheduled until at least the later part of august so we've got plenty of uh podcast action coming your way um i'd like to thank everyone who was watching on facebook today and our good friend jed he who uh, uh should really be part of this uh podcast really um so i'm just going to do my quick rounds so what i'm going to do is i'm going to thank every person in turn and if you'd like to say any thank yous or anything like that that's absolutely fine so i'm going to go to rosa first because she's got a microphone off i kind of you there you are yeah, I'm Carmen. I played Rosa. Um, thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you, GM, for running the game. No worries. Thank you, Rosa. Um, I'm going to go to Igbo. Uh, hi, Stuart here. Um, thanks, everyone, for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Um, feel free to comment on what you think um, of the gameplay. Awesome. I'm going to go to Carswell next. Jezza. Uh, Jez here. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Um, also going to say a thank you to my mate Davies in Karatha. He's watching also. Oh, awesome. Thanks for joining us. Awesome. Hey. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to go to Anais next. <clears throat> Hi, um, thank you everyone for watching. Apologies for the, the slight lateness and have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Um, and I'm going to go to Serena. Um, thanks everyone for coming and thanks for Phil for figuring out a way to write in Timber. Um, my work schedule has been a bit crazy lately. Um, it's probably going to be alternating from now forward. So at this stage, I don't know if um, after the next section that I can be in, Timber might not be able to continue. Depends on how work goes. We'll see how we go. I might uh, figure out something with, um, with Phil, but we'll see. But thanks for watching as well. Cool. And uh, fingers crossed you can. If you can't, then obviously the door is always open for Timber to be with us. And it's really important, actually, from a game master point of view, that sometimes, believe it or not, there are more important things than D&D. &D, and that's real life. And real life happens to everyone. So, you know, I always try and make a game flexible enough that people can come and go depending on real life commitments, because that's more important than D&D. &D. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go to Wookie next. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much <laughs> for joining us. And uh, last is over to Song. Yes, I'm Elise, and I click Song. And thank you very much, guys. Um, and this was an awesome game. I love how you managed to get, we were pretty much a split party for the majority of this. So well done, GM. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm learning as I go all the time. So that's great. So thank you, everyone. Um, we'll see you next week. And for those on YouTube, thank you for watching. And for those on podcast, keep listening. You're awesome. See you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. Phil here again. I hope you enjoyed what you just listened to. This is Distant Grey D&D, and you can find us on YouTube with the channel of the same name, Distant Grey D&D, just to keep it simple. If you like us, you can follow us also on Facebook, where we're Distant Grey Dungeons & Dragons group. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to our little production. It's a zero-budget group of friends just getting together and playing the game, and we hope it inspires you to play more too. So, for now, until we meet again, thank you so much for listening to The Copper Wars, and this is Phil from Distant Grey D&D. Thank you.